The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon. Hi, lovely Sharon. Hi. How are you? Lovely Joel. Super Joel. Oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. I'm sorry. Super Joel. Code name, (laughs) Mr. Bricks. B-R-I-X, like the Bricks Cups. Uh, Bricks Cups are these two-part cups used to measure soda output, soda syrup versus the soda water. Okay. My code name, my code name, Mr. Bricks, because I mix well with everything. (gasps) That's so (laughs) wonderful. So welcome to the program. We are found at the following location on the World Wide Wide Web. Web. www.jmtalk.net. That's where you can find us. You can download the show. You can subscribe to the podcast. And why would you not? Right. You can listen live right there. And if if you want, you can listen to the 24-7 stream. How awesome is that? I want to hear from listeners who... Do listen to us 24-7. <laughs> I want to hear from them. Yeah, I want to hear from them, too, because that means they have, that means they have no life. crazy. Yes, and they have no life, <laughs> and there's absolutely nothing else that entertains them on the internet anywhere from A to Z, and that's a real problem, I think. So, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all, otherwise, all around the world and on social media, you can find us at Facebook at JM Talk and on Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Plus, Sharon's Plus. on Twitter. I am. JM Talk Sharon, right? Isn't that what we did? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. So go over and follow her and, um, you know. Yeah, we'll, just don't stalk me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get her used to just posting. And and yeah. and hooking up with some people and stuff. So, but but here's what happens. So after <laughs> after the show drops on a Sunday, right. and we're done dinner and everything's finished and uh-huh. the security system has been walked and all that, <laughs> then what I do is I sit down on the couch and I go, "Hi, security system." Can I see your phone, honey? <laughs> and she knows what that means. <laughs> it, it, uh, I do, and that just means that he, I am posting. That means you're posting, right? I'm posting, correct. Absolutely. Uh, I guess that's what it means. So that's how you can reach out to us. Also, you can drop us an email if you'd like at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So I wanted to start out uh, tonight. I wanted to talk about the wah, 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 the but no, I want to talk about the wildfires in California again. Ooh. Yeah, and what I wanted to say about that, and I'll be talking about them later on on the program as well in the uh, in the third segment, the home stretch. But you know, uh, there's a lot of places accepting donations 
Yeah. To help aid those affected by the wildfires. Just be careful, please. That's exactly my point when you get out of my head I for two know. seconds. Two seconds. Can you no, please camp I out somewhere there. else? Nope. Ain't going to happen. What I wanted to say is, yes, what you said. Be cautious who you're donating to. The American right. Red Cross, for instance, and I've... Listen, it's I, reputable. They are. I worked with them, sure however. that they're reputable. I worked with them, however. However what? What you want to make sure is, is that it's an organization you're donating to where most of the money is going towards the effort. Yeah. And if you can, like, how can you find out? You just do some research on... I'm just saying, like, me, I guess I would donate to someone who is... Reputable. Yeah, you just said that. I know I just said Explain that. Explain yourself. Mean, all right. Um, the guy on a corner holding a sign, please donate to the mom. Right? That's pretty reputable because <laughs> he's standing right there, right in my face. No, but I you hear all these people coming up with scams. Sorry about my voice. I just came from a birthday party. But... Um, the, these scams that these people, like, they stay up night after night after night thinking of ways to scam you out of your money. And successful, too, because a lot of times yeah. they work. Yeah, So, yeah, so there are two, two parts of what we're discussing here. One is you want to make sure you donate into a reputable company exactly. that uh, is going to make sure that the money is going towards the effort. There are some, there are some companies, okay, there are some charities mm -hmm. where they have high quote-unquote administrative costs yeah and their ceos make in excess of anywhere from one to 15 million dollars a right. year salary right that's not a charity no. you know so that's what you want to be careful of. the other thing is absolutely when these disasters sad as they are surface <clears throat> so do the scammers that find ways to make you believe you're donating your money to the effort Right. And they will send you emails and send you to websites disguised to look like the real charity, yep. et cetera, so et cetera. True. So you want to be careful of these things. You truly, truly do. I yeah, I have you know I have in in during my education, um, I've learned how to look at a company's. Um, bottom line. Right. Okay. And that is scrolling all the way down to the bottom of the web page. Okay. And you go into their, their, the company's, um, how they act, how they interact. Right. With people, you know, and you can find out their list of investors and so on and so forth. So, I have learned, you know. Yeah, there are ways to find out. Yeah. But, so, I just wanted to tell everybody, that's how you find out. Yeah. You Scroll can, down to the bottom of the page. And you can find out a lot just by clicking the about. Let me, and and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, share, yeah. I'll share something with you. I have to eat a little crow here, but I'll share something with you. Last week's Wombat of the Week, I found out the day after the show dropped. The website that this that was the source right. turned out to be a satirical website. So, and I, and I got a couple of people that really enjoyed the Wombat of the Week last week. Right. Completely fabricated. What? And what I did was I went back 
and because it seemed really unrealistic to me mm-hmm. that somebody had sex with stuffed animals in a Target, you know. So I had to really look into this. Right. And so I went back to the source webpage and I went down and I hit about and it tells you that it's satire. Now, we had four submissions this week for Wombat of the Week. Right. Okay. Two of them, again, were satirical. So now I find myself having to hit that about button. Right. I mean, if it's not Fox News, NBC, MSN, if it's not one of them, I have to hit the about button and make sure that the, the freaking website is credible. Right. Otherwise, I'm just, I'm, I'm delivering crap to the listeners. Not crap. I mean, it's entertaining. I oh, love yeah, fake, yeah. I love real fake news, like you know the funny like world. <laughs> listen, though, like the Wait weekly, a minute, what? the weekly world news, that kind real of stuff. Fake I, news? <laughs> real fake news. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy right. the satire news as right. much as the next guy, more so than the next guy. But uh, so yeah, so but that so as Sharon said, all you got to just taking a quick look at a couple things, and you right. can make the discerning effort yourself whether this is the company you should be putting your money to right okay i do generally agree with you the red cross would be a good good one to donate to and they make it easy too right yeah, you can actually do. text something on your phone and boom 10 bucks out of your account yep. to the red cross so exactly. um but yeah so um but i don't like i don't want to send donations to just one place because um well maybe you maybe another place will send that like instead of just water another place will send them you know things for babies or right, another well, place will send you things. could what if you made a monetary donation to one right okay. you made a monetary monetary donation one and maybe you you make some physical donation of stuff because there'll be other charities that are shipping food and water yeah, and things out exactly. for the evacuees and for the first responders right so you know and, there you go you know everybody says let's go ahead and make a donation to help these poor people that have been struck by this horrific event mm-hmm. but what about the first responders right and their families because god forbid they're pulled from their family to go put out these wildfires right and god forbid something happens and which i'll know it's later, that family later on know? the show i go really into depth with that too i'm gonna oh, go okay. i'm gonna go into depth and really talk about just that the first responders okay. those people that do put Good. their life on the line yeah 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 so yeah so all right yeah. so yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so it, 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 if you can feel a need for somebody do so and <coughs> uh you me. know and, and and prayers to everybody dealing with that out there um so great i just want to start the show off by talking about that because this is the we are coming into the season of uh, it used to be the season of giving. Right. It's the season of scams as far as I'm concerned. Now, that might be the technology manager and me talking. Right. But it is. <laughs> so, and speaking of which, you know, uh, we're in November now. I can't believe it. I, neither can I. But I think we need to call the police. Just as predicted. Just mean? as predicted. Halloween was over and bam. Christmas shows are upon I us. I just said I want to call the police. The police, why? Because someone stole time from me. <laughs> That's crazy. So right away, 
the Christmas specials, the Christmas commercials. Today I was watching a football game, and all the retailers have their com- their Christmas commercials up already. You know, with the jingle, 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 and the Christmas trees yeah, and the lights and the yeah. garland. Listen, I love Christmas more so than the next guy, but <laughs> I, you know, there's got to be there's got to be separation, right? There's got to be some sort of separation. I agree. I agree. You know, I mean. It can't be you give out candy, candy's over at 8 o'clock, and by 11 p.m. your tree's up. It can't be like that. Well, you know... Which, by the way, before... Hold that thought. Hold on to it. Don't forget it. You're holding it. Hold that thought. I forgot last week to wish all of our listeners a Merry Hallow Thankmas. I forgot to do that. Get every out year. of my head. Every Gosh year. darn it. Every year I have to wish them a Merry Hallow Thankmas. And Come I will, on. I will get the graphic up on social media. I'm sorry I'm late getting that up there this year. You want to talk about being in someone's head. That is exactly the other that day. That was the thought. That was. It really was. <laughs> um, one day last week, we went to one of those arts and craft shops. We won't mention any any oh, Michael's names. Yeah, but, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And he, <laughs> there was somebody behind us trying to get a cart. And um, he was like, well, Mary... Hello, thank miss. Hello, thank miss. And she just laughed and laughed and laughed. I'm like a mushroom. I'm a fun guy. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a fun guy. <laughs> and take it from me. <laughs> but no, in in all seriousness, it's getting ridiculous. Right. It really is. So just judging from the time and while we're on the subject of holiday things, and before we exit the first portion of the show, uh, a couple of weeks ago we had a article about people putting uh, candy corn on pizzas, and right. on cheese pizzas, and putting yeah. them into the oven and baking them. You know, Generally yeah. speaking, it's not that they were making... This wasn't happening at pizza parlors as far as I could tell. <laughs> yeah, right. But people were buying frozen pizzas and doing this thing. So, uh, and it's still gross. Yeah. Unbeknownst to the listener base, a listener uh, uh, had reached out to the show after that show and said that he was game to try it. So, um, so he did. And, yeah, uh, and it was every bit of disgusting as uh, you know, we thought it would be. Right. I, I mean, he videoed everything. Yeah, he did it on video. He ate He ate he, the pizza on video. The video will be featured later on this yes, evening. On, yes, Well, later on. Later on after the show drops. I just give away when we're doing a show. Yes, we're late. It's Sunday. We're doing a show. <laughs> so later tonight, the video will drop okay. of uh, of our new, uh, as, he, uh, his, as his, the self-proclamation said, culinary correspondent of the Joel Mahalik Show, Sean right. Goward. That is so exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. I, w- <laughs> I was really blown away, not by the fact that he actually put candy corn <laughs> on his pizza. That didn't blow me away. The fact that he's a listener and said to us, hey, here I am. Right, right. I will do this for you. There's, there's no better, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, I mean, it, it, it's we love it. The fact oh, that the yeah, fans want to interact, that's amazing. And not only that, the other other thing that I was amazed, and I oh, think you were too, was other other things? is that he was a natural behind that camera. He was. Oh, my goodness. It was almost like 
he had his show on right. TV. Right. So or should have. So Sean he is was awesome. Sean is telling us that if there's any other weird food that needs to be tested, that's his thing. That and it really is. So it really is because he so, was amazing. So I don't want to give anything away. The video was it, it was funny. It was uh, and it was great. It was first of all, it was just absolutely fantastic. Right. But it yeah. was very funny. I don't want to give anything away. I want you to check for it on Twitter and Facebook uh, later on after the show drops. You can post videos to Twitter. Yeah, well, link. I well, you know, I know you can post a photo. So I don't know if a photo. I'm going to find out. I guess you will. Listen, I self-admit that I don't know a whole lot about marketing. What and and what I do. So you know, maybe a marketing expert's out there listening, and Ooh. they want to interact with the show. What? Bring it on! Right? We'll give you um, we'll give free you. listening hours. You can oh. listen to us twenty four seven. We'll give you For a special free. link. Free. <laughs> For free. Come on, people. So. So we will get the video posted, and you've got to check it out. And we can't thank Sean enough for doing it. Yeah, and we hope it, we actually it was do hope. So funny. We do hope that we get some more stuff from yeah. Sean. Uh, you can yeah. also find it on YouTube later on too. Oh, okay, yeah. but we're not promoting YouTube, are we? Uh, we we have a YouTube channel. I don't. Oh, okay, then yeah, yeah go I think YouTube. It's, I, I think it's just Joel Mahalik. I mean, I think that. <gasps> yeah, imagine that, right? It's branded. You know what, people. Help me. Don't say that you want a Sharon no. Mahalik channel. Help me. <laughs> Everything about this show is Joe Mahalik, Joe Mahalik. Featuring the lovely Sharon. Yeah, but what Have another drink. Me? All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm getting myself a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, look for that. Thank you very much, Sean Garrett, our culinary correspondent. And correspondent. Cara, what? It's not Cara. I got to say Cora. You call me out about water, so I say water when I have to, when I need to. Right. But believe this mic goes off. It's water. You're going to be getting me a glass of water when yeah. the mic is shut off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We know who's from Philly. Proper diction when diction is necessary. Okay. Okay. After that, all Johns are off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Anyway, so we're gonna we're gonna. I, in fact, I'm a little parched. I do need a drink. So we're gonna step yeah, out of here. Too. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, what is on the agenda when we get back? Uh, we're gonna we're talk gonna find out. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Yes, some stuff. Right. We're gonna talk about some stuff and some things. There you go. Maybe right. a couple doohickeys. There you go. Don't go anywhere. Right. We're coming back right after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, nine twenty W O N, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day, not even sure how I get along without it, but I wasn't prepared for a virus, a Trojan they called it. One night I'm cruising along and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 
484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for hanging out with us, hanging out with us this week, and hopefully you're subscribing to the program. That way you don't miss an episode. We're on all the major podcasting networks, including iTunes and Pandora, Yay. to name a few. Um, so visit, visit the website for more information, click the subscribe button, and do your thing. Uh, so this has to be said. Okay. okay. This has got to be said. Got to be said. Okay. So, you know, making our weekly trip to uh, Walmart for gro- mm-hmm. for groceries, we found ourselves not being able to get a few things again. Again. In fact, we had two choices, geographically speaking, for those. If you're listening to the show and you're in California, get your maps out. So we can either go to Elkton, Maryland, or Middletown, Delaware. To go to Walmart. To a super Walmart. Right, right. Uh, They're the two closest choices from here that we would make. Now, um, we typically do not like Elkton because they're really bad at keeping their shelves stocked. Stocked, right. And if you want to buy something that, you know, is taxable... You have a 5% or no, I think 6%. 6 or 7% over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, percent in tax. So that's but, why we like to go to Middletown. Cause right. Because as everyone knows, Delaware is a tax-free state. Right. Sometimes, though, we go to Elkton because we're like, well, we it is a slightly shorter and we, we want to go. We want to get back. And we were t- toying and tearing with that decision today. Right. Do we go to Elkton? Do we go to Middletown? And you said to me, um, let's not... Will you just open the donut? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just please, please don't have an issue with it this time. So we were toying with the idea of which one to go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said, I don't want to go to Elkton because they never have anything. Correct. And I said to you... Middletown is getting to be that way too. Like when uh, Katie and I went over, when she was home for Christmas break, we went to Middletown and we found ourselves going, uh, you know, we, 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 we tried to blame it on the Christmas rush and everything. But so I decided to go to Middletown. We went to Middletown and we couldn't get some of our groceries. Right. Okay. So because the shelves are not kept fully socked. And then later you went to a Dollar General later on today. Right. And you experienced the same thing. And we experienced in both places also listening to other shoppers verbalize their opinions. Yeah, complaining. You know, and I even, I didn't even offer, I even said, maybe we go to ShopRite. You know, so let's think about this for a second, lovely Sharon. If you think about ShopRite versus either of those two Walmarts now, you have to admit, that they're pretty much always the shelves are full. Right, but I knew that I wanted to pick up items that would not be available to me right. at Shoprite. Right. So there is there's this epidemic going around in in ser- in service places like stores where they can't for some reason keep their their shelves stocked, and I think it's not because they're busy either. I think it's because of the constraints. And low labor percentages that home offices want from their stores. 
Exactly. We know it firsthand about Dollar Tree or Dollar General. Right. We know it firsthand from working in that in that industry years ago, yep. even years ago. And, they wanted and you to be three to four percent under the labor margin every shift. Exactly. And still get all this stuff done. Right. And you know they had in Dollar General they had still had the massive loaded carts everywhere. So it wasn't as if they didn't have the product. Right. But the product wasn't getting to the shelves. Now, last week in Walmart, we saw a machine rolling around, a robot, and we thought it was cleaning the floors. That was not true. Okay. I read this week that those robots are counting account inventory. Are they? Right. But here's the thing. Those robots aren't going to stock the damn shelves. <laughs> right. You know, so uh. like Walmart, there was this big story that came out this week about how Walmart has put X amount of robots in to uh, assemble the inventory that's needed on the floor, basically. It's counting right. inventory on the shelves, this and that. But that doesn't fix the problem. Right. You want to save You then labor. have to get that said inventory right. on the shelves. I remember back in the day that they would stock the shelves at nighttime. And they'd at be night. all exactly. nice and stocked. But you know what? These stores... <clears throat> excuse me. These stores that are open 24 hours a day because they just got to have your almighty dollar aren't getting the opportunity to stock the shelves. Well, apparently. But Appar- I th- well, that's I think right. it's more than that. I don't think it's solely because they're open 24 hours because obviously that overnight shift has got to be slow enough to do it. So I don't think it's a 24-hour thing as, as much as it's greed. It, I think it's greed. Uh, and laziness. Yeah, the, well, I, we, well, we you know, know there's some of that going on, too. I just, I really think that the kids these days are uber lazy. Oh, <laughs> who are you telling? They don't, right? They don't want to do anything. They're above stocking the shelves. Right. That's not my job. They're above ringing Whatever customers. happened to a pride in your company and... And doing it because you want your customer to be happy. Right. Now, I that's think... That's insane that that's not getting done. I think if I remember correctly, and uh, uh, and this means we're beating a dead horse, but I think last week right. we complained about something at the Elkton Walmart on the podcast. Yeah. Here we are complaining again. Again. And um, I think we pointed out, and we hadn't been to Middletown in a couple of weeks. Right. They're down. They have like four or five traditional cashiers, and then like fifty scanning goes. Yeah, like you. I mean, honest to God, scan your own stuff. If I wanted to, if I, if I could stay home and order from Amazon and get food from Amazon now, right? Like I can get groceries delivered to my door. I don't. When I go shopping, I want somebody real to be there to make sure. Everything's rung upright, and yep. it's not like I don't want to have to shop and then and do any your job. That you may have forgotten to pull off a package, right? That a cashier can point out, "Hey, don't forget your dollar coupon off this, so I can scan it at the end." Right, like happened today. Right, and I don't want to have to work. I'm not going shopping to perform a job, 
and well, I mean, you are, we, but a job for your home, not a job for the store. Right. And, but right. That, that's one of the things they do to keep that labor pushed down. So there's no one, there's not enough help to ring you out. Right. And that's why there's not a help. What do we see mostly anymore at Walmart? People in a blue vest that are shopping for other people that don't come to the stores I anymore. I know, right? You know? And um, so these are just some observations. Um, I think we got to get back to that. I think we have to stop worrying about the bottom line so much that we want to um, affect negatively service to the right. customer. And that's right. what's going on in every industry. Yeah. And it's getting on my nerves. Absolutely. Mine Obviously. Too. Right, obviously, because we continue to talk about it. Right. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> let's talk about our next. Well, I mean, this is probably that. That. I think that's the one by the week. Right. Yeah, I think that's the one by the week. So um, let's talk about Kansas for a few minutes here. Okay. Okay. What's going on in Kansas? And this is a couple days ago, I was laughing my ass off. And you said, no, 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 don't tell me. That's when you said, don't tell me, I don't want to know. Oh, okay, all right. A Kansas man has requested that an Iowa judge grant him a trial by combat so he can engage in a sword fight with his ex-wife and her attorney. What? I knew I was going to get this out of a straight face. Oh, my God. David Ostrom of Paola, Kansas, said his ex-wife, Bridget, um, and her attorney have destroyed him legally, according to a January 3rd court filing, in a de- according to the de- Des Moines Register. Des Moines. Des Moines. Thank you, Des. <laughs> Why is- he asked the <laughs> Iowa court district court to give him 12 weeks to find Katana and Wa uh wakasashi swords for his requested battle per the carol times which first reported uh to this day trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these united states according to the court records (laughs) (laughs) so he claims in his court filing that he said it was used as recently as 1818 in british court so the the, this, the couple has been engaged in court disputes and custody and visitation rights, as well as property tax payments issues. So he said his motion also stemmed from frustration with Hudson, who argued that because a duel could end in death, such ramifications likely outweigh those of property tax and custody issues. Oh my! God. <laughs> so he so he wants. He, oh my god. He wants because apparently it's his right to do so in these United States. He wants wow. to he wants to have a trial by combat so with his ex-wife. He had and to do some extra digging to find that law. Oh my goodness. Um and it's an actual law. He can actually do this. Well, Judge Craig uh, Dresmeyer said in a Monday court filing that he won't issue a decision anytime soon, (laughs) (laughs) citing irregularities with both sides' motions and responses. (laughs) I say it seems fair to me. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. And, uh, I mean, good for him if, like, he's good at sword fighting because, Yeah, right? (laughs) If not, sucks for him. (laughs) I mean... I think the two of them... Ought to take lessons on how to combat. Can you imagine having a relationship so bad 
with Ooh, your does ex. Does combat include guns? No, it's a you know it's a, it's it's, it's sword specifically combat. a sword yeah, combat, hand to hand combat. All right, it's hand to hand combat. That's what it is. So you can't use guns in hand. Okay, okay. Um, wow, that's I, crazy. I, I just think it's so funny that you know that is awesome on his part. Not only that, it's still apparently never been removed from the books, but that somebody is wants to do it. I, that's right? crazy. But then he's including the attorney. He's really mad. He's really mad because a duel is usually right? two people. Right. You know, he 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 wants to do some shredding on that entire side of the courtroom. Wow. So I wonder where they have this at. Like if, if it gets approved, where yeah, do they yeah. have that? Right. Well, you know the judge is not going to approve it. Come on. But if he does. In some small way, though, he can't really deny it if it's on the books. I guess. I mean, but. Well, I think it should be televised. I'm, <laughs> I'm interested in. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. I'm very interested in this. I mean, well, we have to figure out how do we get updates on this story, right? I just find it really hard to believe. <sighs> wow. So anyway, I told you, I told you I had interest in stuff, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear about wow. it until the day of the show. Uh, that was really hard to uh, to hold on to for so long. <laughs> so, wow, that's crazy. Uh, there was uh, I saw I see these posts from this uh, th- uh, Facebook page called the Dodo. Okay. And uh, usually involves rescue of all types of animals. Right. And um, so I'm not going to go into detail. I didn't show you this because I know you don't like this, but they were rescuing a dog that was uh, left chained to an abandoned building. Oh, no. And first of all, I mean, these people that rescue these animals, you know, amazing people. Mm. Amazing people. Yeah. But the other thing is to watch the transformation of the animal, you know, in, in the video. Right, um, and and I, my heart can't take it. Oh, I know. I'm to the see same way. the animal like that, I'll look at the after. Right, but, but you don't I, want to see the. No, yeah. I can't. I can't. And that's usually why I, I won't can't do tell it. you about it or show it to you or share them with you. Yeah. Um, but you know the one I watched. That's really, funny that you know me so well <laughs> that you know not well, to show me. Well, I do know some, you so well. Well, you do after and only tw- so almost well. twenty five years. That well, at least that's closer than what you said earlier. <laughs> I was messing. You were subtracting around. time earlier. No, I was messing around. Um, but yeah, I I just can't do it. Well, you know, my comment when I saw that I saw the story, I made a comment that said. I would really like to um, um, really beat everyone to death who treats animals like that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not so, sorry, they, not sorry for saying that like that. I'm no, they're they're animals are har- like I'm I'm going to say harmless, but that's not the word I want to use. They're defenseless. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, yeah. I mean, yeah, they can attack you and bite you, but like for people who treat dogs or even any kind of animal that way is, um, like, all right, is a problem. I say any kind of animal. I was looking, you know, me and my YouTube. 
I love watching videos on YouTube and um, surgical surgical porn. Usually, third world country surgical but porn. But this one <laughs> video that really drew my attention was this vet who is taking care of a guinea pig. Oh, there's one you were watching last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, and the guinea pig, the people who had it, the guinea pig had some kind of um, infection in all his feet and on his belly because he was in a cage that didn't, it was a cage bottom, so it didn't have anything where it could sit on there, mm-hmm. and it was, the cage was never changed, never cleaned. That'll do it. You know what I mean? So, and just to see what he did to help this guinea pig, you know, was was incredible. I was right. I was amazed. Yeah, you know. So it's any kind of animal, you know, that I I can't tolerate injustice being done to him. Right. I just can't. Which is why I, I I'm, if I'm not mistaken, uh, fairly recently it became a felony. To abuse animals yeah. nationally. Yeah. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You know, instead of a misdemeanor. I think it should be more than that. I mean, I know. think an eye for an eye. Right. I am a firm believer of an eye for an eye, man. You hurt an animal, you get hurt the same way. Right. Wow. Yep. Look at you. Um, yeah. Do you want a sword? Do you want a sword? Hey, I'll take one <laughs> with these people that hurt these animals. <laughs> oh. Okay, but lighten up the show. I'm going to lighten it up. I'm going to lighten it up with a commercial break. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was getting a little too intense for me. So, uh, coming up after the break, um, we have Honor Thy Heroes, uh, which is an interesting one. We have Wombat of the Week, which is an interesting one. And if time permits... (laughs) One last thing, but in the meantime, we're going to go go get a drink. Uh, the lovely Sharon is going to say farewell. Farewell. And uh, Miss Molly is waiting for the lovely Sharon. So yes, this, she is. Timing-wise, this all works out perfectly. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for fixing my finger today, too, after oh, I tried to my. chop it off. Yeah, I had to play nurse. Yeah, been a while. Awesome, yeah. So, all right, folks, I'm coming back. All right, bye, after guys. this break. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Listen on the web, your phone, or your neighbor's internet connection. That wasn't very nice. This is Reality One. Welcome back to the program. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I'm uh, very appreciative of everybody hanging out and sticking with us. Uh, I am now what we call solo. I'm going solo here for the last stretch, and that's okay. 
So it's just you and I. And uh, one of the things I want to talk about, uh, because if you're listening to the podcast, which obviously you are, someone is, but if you're listening, uh, even though even though I'm a tech guy, you know, I'm a tech guy by day. Actually, I'm a tech guy by night too. <laughs> but anyway, you know, there are a lot of techs out there that talk about how you know great they are and you know i know it all and really you don't and if you say that you know it all then you're an idiot because you can't know it all nobody can know it all so i know my limitations and i know that one of the things i don't know everything but i have an amazing network of peers and friends and other people in the business behind me. And there's also uh, the, 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 the crowd resource, talking amongst other friends. So like you and I having a conversation about what I'm about to talk about. I want to talk about my home network. So as you know, the lovely Sharon and I have recently moved and it's been a nightmare with the Verizon Fios. Now, we've been customers of Verizon Fios for what seems to be forever. And we've never had an issue with our internet in the past. We used to have those old, you remember the red and black modems? They were the MR1424s is what they call And then they had revision A, B, C, D. All the way up to, I think, I, I think. Revision I before they then upgraded to the the thin, sleek black box that stood upright. So uh, we had no problems with either of them. We had to go with the sleek, upright stand-in box. I'm not sure what the model is. It escapes me. Because we had jumped up in our speed. So with that, we had to have new equipment. Makes sense. And everything was fine. So when we moved here, I called Verizon ahead of time and I said, I what I here's what I want to do. I have internet, telephone, and cable. I want to take the account with me to the new house, but drop the phone. I don't need the phone anymore. The phone was only for the alarm system. So I, I, I don't need the alarm now. I, I, don't, I, I don't need the phone. I have a different type of alarm now. So I don't need the phone. Just, no, 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 just Let's just move the account. And they said, well, it's not that simple because you have a, a, a phone line. Let's just create a new account for you. And we'll be upgrading the equipment as well. Okay. So I was upgraded to the new G3100 router. And I've had one or two issues at work with these new routers you know one or two issues among uh, you know two handfuls of these routers not too shabby i guess but we're having nothing but issues with this thing like i want to scream out and tell verizon would you please send back the other router but i'm beyond that i spoke to them twice and their issue is, let's restart it. I restart it. They can ping it. They can see it. Do you have internet? Yes, I do have internet at the moment. Okay, then we're all done here. Your case is solved. And until the next time, I don't have internet. And we have smart devices. We have Alexa devices. And a ring. We have ring devices. 
And so these things just keep falling off and having to be reset because the internet will go down for a period of time. And I don't know if you've had the pleasure of having to reset ring devices because they've lost their internet. Like, for example, the doorbell. So every time this happens, you have to remove the two security screws, pop the doorbell off so you can hit the orange button on the back side of the doorbell. This is not fun. So any opinions, I'm happy to take any opinions if you want to write into us at Facebook. But let me tell you what I did. So I did some research trying to find out, uh, you know, a good replacement router. So the way I understand it, I can leave this G31 hooked up to the coax so our cable guide, because our cable guides are never affected. It's just the internet. But I could take the ethernet out and I can switch it to, there's a procedure. Uh, that where you uh, you pull the Ethernet out, log, and then and then you release the the, which this is interesting. I guess I can do it through a LAN port. You pull the Ethernet out. I guess you go in through a LAN port and you release the DHCP lease. Sorry if I'm getting too technical for some of the listeners, but basically you're releasing, zeroing out all the internet details out of the G3100. And then I wait a minute or two, plug my Ethernet into an alternative router, and allow it a few minutes to go out and populate the router with the new DHCP, the the IP information, the internet stuff. That's what we'll call it, the internet stuff. That's what we'll call it. And then when it populates that, I'm off and running again. So I keep the old, the you know, and it's the roundish, not quite round, but roundish. Uh, white Verizon router. Supposedly it has like 15 antennas in it. They suck. Those, If it has 15 antennas in it, then it's 15 sucks inside that router. So I did some research, and when I do my research, I don't just look and see what the, the manufacturer says. I have to read reviews. I have to read actual people that are telling me how it worked for them in the in a similar application I want to use it in. So I found a TP-Link uh, router that's on its way. I ordered it. And it's supposed to handle 50, up to 50 devices. Now that's another problem. I think this is what's going wrong here. I think one of the problems is, is that this router just can't handle a lot of devices and we have Ring, Alexa. We have a lot, not a lot, but I looked at it and, it and it was set for like five to 10 devices in, in the settings. And I'm like, oh Jesus, by the time you count our computers and phones, we're almost there. Then you have that in the doorbell, then the, and the doorbell chime and the cameras and the Alexa. And it's like, wait a minute. This could be part of the problem. I don't know. And at this point, it does not matter. What I know when I when I complete this, when I do this, what I know is, is that I will have full control as a tech person. I'll have full control over what's going on in the router. So I'm hoping for some sec- for some success there by using this highly re- rated, highly reviewed TP-Link router to take my gigabit Ethernet and allow and, and allow me to use that to then connect my access point, 
thereby extending my network throughout the house and allowing my devices to stay online. You know, and recently we did, we, we got a two-piece device to actually send the Ethernet down here to the studio by way of using the the electrical wiring in the house. And it was working. We did a test last in the last podcast. A good friend and, uh, and mentor Tony Richards on the program worked out good. And then even that went down for a little bit this week because of this other issue. And Verizon, why is it every time I go out to look at the router, the light on the front is on, but all the lights in the back are off. If I touch a cable on the back, if I just touch a cable, we had this problem at work and I thought the modem was bad, but apparently not. If I touch a cable on the back, the lights on the back come on, come on, you know? And when I think of that, I go, I wonder if it's a timeout, like an energy saving thing. And I got news for you. That's not a good idea for computers. We don't let computers go to sleep or hibernate. And so I'm thinking, well, I'll go, I'll log into the router and I'll look for these settings. And they were not there. They were not there. There's nowhere that talks about sleep or timeout or energy saving. And so that's another reason why, uh, you know, I several friends say, why don't you just tell them you demand a new router? And I, because I think I'm beyond that. Let me just take it out of their hands. You handle the cable guides on the TVs. I'll handle the network traffic and the internet. And I think that's a fair enough deal. Let's just do that. And so that's what's going on. But if you have any opinions, have you decided to get your own? I would love to not even have to rent that router. It's like $13 a month to rent the router. But the problem is... I, I'm okay with doing it this way. I'd rather their piece of equipment handle the guides. I know I can get a router that would also have the coax, but I don't want to go through that. I don't want to have an issue where I have to talk to them about that. Let their thing do that. The ethernet comes to the ONT. They can ping a router, but if they ping the ONT, they're typically done. They'll check your router. And they'll help you troubleshoot it, but they're satisfied when they get to the point of the ONT. Okay, the ONT is the little black box, or if you have an older, if you're dealing with older FiOS, it's the white box that's either outside or on the wall. That's where your network comes into and stops, and then it gets sent to a router, which is really just a switch, by way of Cat6 cable. So. I know I have the internet coming to the ONT. The problem, I really believe, is this router. So I'll take it from the ONT, and I'll take it from there. I'm starting to realize from working with Verizon, not only through residential, but actually through business and commercial at work, it seems to me that they're starting to become, let's do the least amount of work that we have to do. And the shame of it is, is it's happened on the business side as well. You know, I had two installs in the last week and a half. And both of them, the they installed to the nearest place that made sense to them. And in both instances, it creates work for me taking their line to where I really needed to go. So, 
And this goes back to something that we've talked about on this show a number of times about how service is just falling by the wayside. And this is included. I'm not just talking about customer service or service support and you get on the phone and that's terrible support. We realize that. We know that. I'm saying it's extending everywhere. There, Don't get me wrong. There are businesses and industries that are coming alive and doing some great things with the pandemic going on. Stepping up taking pieces out of a playbook and running with it, but there's other elements of services such as this. I don't know how Comcast fares because I don't deal with them as much, but I'm seeing this pattern of I'm only going to do as much as I need to do, and then I'm out of here. And so now, after I pay for these installs, then I have to pay for internal maintenance to come and do some more work to make this function the way I need it to function. So, either way, where they did their installs doesn't quite work. So either I have to make it work that way or, or make it work using a different way. And, you know, because there's always two ways to do things, two ways to skin a cat. And the bottom line is, is I have to now put out labor, parts, and things to make one of those skinnings work for us. And it becomes this whole thing with service. I firmly believe that. Like I said, we've talked about it before, and service is just taking a backseat to everything else. It's craziness out there. A backseat to everything. Okay, so anyway, that's that, that's that's the rant. That's the, the serious rant. I have not ever had this many problems with my home network, and it and it, it creates more havoc. It creates more havoc because guess what? You weren't getting actual shows for a while, and a lot of that. Yes, we were moving, but a lot of that was there was no way of getting good internet to this studio. So we finally got that taken care of. So anyway, so I want to move on and finish up with. Uh, with this justice league so i don't know if you have yet to see Zack snyder's justice league which is i if i remember correctly it's around four hours and it's amazing so i don't remember and i don't have it right here to be able to discuss it what i know is for whatever reason Zack snyder had to leave the project when he was making justice league and then joss weldon took over and then there was no secret, Zack Snyder was very vocal that he didn't feel like Joss Weldon held on to the vision that he wanted. So he, now that he had some spare time or whatever, he made a director's cut, a Zack Snyder's Justice League, which has a lot of the footage from the movie and a lot of the footage that was cut out of the movie and a lot, just a lot more content. And I've seen the Joss Weldon Justice League, I think, maybe twice. And I would have to say, because it was a part of a trilogy, right? You had Man of Steel, amazing movie. And then you had Batman versus Superman. And then you had Justice League. So it was part of a trilogy. And so, 
the second and third one, at this point, I've seen it once, I've seen it twice. If it was on TV, I would still find something else to watch. Just not interested. I really think somebody shit the bed after Man of Steel. However, I watched Zack Snyder's, and it is amazing. It's amazing. Like, I'm going to get it on digital, so I have it. It's that amazing. I would sit through that multiple times. I think that what he was right. If if this is his way of saying this, this was my vision. The movie was lacking, and here's mine. I give to you my vision of what it was. Then he's absolutely right. They did not have his vision. And it was amazing. There was more character development. There was more backstory. You know, and, and there was just a lot more to the tale. There was a lot more to the tale of the boxes. I fully understood watching Zack Snyder's what these boxes were all about. When I watched Justice League the first two times from Joss Whedon, they were there, they were part of the story, but I didn't get it. I mean, he they really went into depth with them, and it was amazing. I don't want to give away a whole lot of spoilers, because if you didn't see it, it's really worth watching. It may still be on HBO Max, if you have that. But it's worth it. And if it's not, go get it. You don't get bored. I was I was a little worried that I might get bored watching the other director with his vision in four hours. I was frankly a little worried. Because even though you can think to yourself, wow, that's a long time on screen to tell your story. You could also be in for a, a really bad time if not done right. And I've seen Hulu do that with a Stephen King series. But I digress. If you haven't seen Zack Snyder's Justice League, you need to see it. And the story. That's going to wrap it up us, Wrap it up here for us at the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Remember, new episodes drop every Sunday. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast on every major player. Visit us at www.jmtalk.net. For details and to hear the show, also catch us on social media, TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. And watch the Facebook this week. That might be a short video for me. I'm trying to get back into doing the short videos for your enjoyment. So anyway, until next time, be good to everyone. Be good to each other. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. (laughs) 